Today's episode is brought to you by the Star Draft. Do you feel like you always know the Oscar nominees before they're announced? Or wish that you could just share a little bit of Meryl Streep's Oscar glory? Well, now you can. Experience award season like never before. Sign up today to create or join a league at www.thestardraft.com attack. We're not going to fight anymore. I'm also just a girl. Dying to float. Standing in front of a boy. Such a great audience. Come on, y'all talkers up in here. Hey everyone, welcome back to When Cinephiles Attack, a weekly podcast where four movie fans test the limits of their friendship. I'm Rashawn, here with... Mella. Josh. And Lacey. Hey y'all. What's oh, up? Hey. How we doing? Doing good. Good, good, good. good. Can we hurry this up so I can go back and play Hades some more? Oh my god, Josh. You're still playing Hades? Yes. <laughs> Hasn't He's- stopped. Still, but he it's hasn't so stopped since the last time we recorded. It's just been <laughs> straight through. It's only twenty bucks, and I got it on sale Black Friday for like seven. Ooh, it's the best. It might be the best value out of a video game I've ever gotten. I'm sorry we pulled you away. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> um, I don't know if you guys seen that short. It's called "If Anything Happens, I Love You." It's on Netflix. I keep seeing it pop up on the recommended, but I haven't clicked it yet. What is a mini series? It's, it's a short. It's just a twelve-minute short. Yeah. Um, oh, you've just been watching that over and over. No, no, no. I just watched it, and I was like, I wonder if Lacey has watched this because I know you like animated stuff, I do. and I'm not super into animation. But it's like real sad. It's just I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. tell you what it's about. But another thing I'm excited to watch is Euphoria is coming back this yeah! weekend. Well, Lacey, I did want to check in. Have you been doing any Christmas watching? I did actually just last night I rewatched The Family Stone. Oh, yes. Yay. Which is like this is not the year to watch that movie. Like yeah. you were you. a wreck. <laughs> like from minute 10 all the way to the end I was just bawling my eyes out. But I think that movie is it's so well done and it's it's a very sad story, but it's it's one of the most authentic family stories that I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, I just love that movie. <laughs> what about you guys? Have you watched anyway. done any Christmas watching? Well, there's a Christmas movie that I watched today. Yeah. Oh, Merry Christmas. What are we fighting about today, guys? <laughs> <laughs> He's nervous. Rashawn. Yes, ma'am. Josh and I snuggled on up, mm-hmm. and we watched The Preacher's Wife. Aww, Aww, you did. We did. Beautiful, beautiful. I really got to let this British thing go. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit sad. If you're really up there, I need some help. You okay? This is the story of an angel. My name's Dudley. I'm here in answer to your request. My request? For help? 
a preacher, <gasps> and his wife. This is Dudley, the Reverend's new assistant. Who sent you exactly? The top man himself. The preacher's uh, wife is a 1996 holiday romantic comedy drama. Yeah. All of that. Directed by Penny Marshall. It is a remake of the Cary Grant film, The Bishop's Wife. And it stars Denzel Washington, Courtney B. Vance, Loretta Devine, Jennifer Lewis, Lionel Richie, and of course, the late, great Whitney Houston, and the late, great Gregory Hines. The Preacher's Wife tells the story of Dudley, an angel that is sent down to earth to help a pastor save his Baptist church and his family. This movie is one of the greats. I'm going to throw it out there for Rashawn. <laughs> With no one's that disclaimer. even said anything yet. No one has even he's, said anything he's yet. He's nervous, nervous. He's nervous the house down boots. Merry Christmas, let's do it. How we feel. Rashawn, Rashawn, Rashawn. What's up, y'all? Before we start, are you mm-hmm. nervous that I'm going to take the energy that you gave me last week and bring it this week out of a sort of retaliation? I am. Good, you should I, be. So Yeah, I figured. No. <laughs> I I liked this more than you liked Scrooge, but that's a pretty low bar. Not that low. Based on your definition of last week's pre-show, mm-hmm. this is not a holiday movie. Okay. It's not a... It doesn't need Christmas to tell All this All I'm story. saying is, okay. you're, you're lambasting of what a Christmas movie could be. This does not make that criteria. This, uh, this, w- the, the inciting incident of all this is not Christmas. This movie could have happened in June. It would be the same thing. Okay. Lambasting? Wow. I, knew, I, <laughs> I don't think I lambasted it. I all I said, which was not about Scrooge. I well, I know. Was, I just I was talking about the happiest season. Yeah, no. And I said I didn't think it was a Christmas movie. Oh, I'm, that's, I'm just saying for the same reason. Have you seen you Happiest f- Season, Josh? Yes. For the same reason that you <laughs> saw <laughs> enough. Saying, of, no, you didn't. I saw the Christmas scenes. What does there that was, mean? I there was more. Lacey, cri- did Josh watch the Happiest Season? Yes, I no? watched like twenty minutes of it. He watched the last 20 minutes with me. Okay, he didn't watch it. <laughs> so there was more Christmas in the 20 I'm so minutes. Sorry, I totally outed you. I'm so sorry. I don't care. There was more Christmas in the last 20 minutes of the happiest season than there was in this movie. What do you mean? The this, whole, the whole 20, final of the whole finale of the movie is set during a Christmas service. What do you mean? Yeah, and the whole finale of Happiest Season is set on christmas day that's okay, not well i feel like before we should even get into it because i know you guys wanted to save this for another episode but what in your mind makes a christmas movie a christmas Who, me? movie just everyone because i think i think if it takes place around the holidays and uh, it the holidays are talked about i think it's more of a, an energy i don't think it explicitly has to be about the holidays or christmas so That's I would fair. call Happiest Season a Christmas movie. I would call this a Christmas movie. I draw the line at Die Hard, but that's a different discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I th- I think my, and I, I wasn't using that as a critique of Happiest Season. I mm-hmm. just thought the focus of that movie was more about the coming out of Mackenzie Davis's character and the relationship with Kristen Stewart. And the focus and of thought, this movie is their failing marriage. Sure. 
That's all I wanted to say. Someone else take the floor. Okay, I don't. This was such a detour, <laughs> just to poke me. I don't. Yeah, know. correct. Okay. I, I, Brashan, mm-hmm. I really loved this movie. Oh wow! Okay, I did. I, I really that. loved it. I felt like Dudley is kind of the modern day uh, Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life. Like this gave me very It's a Wonderful Life vibes all the way throughout and that movie is like christmas in a can to me Mm -hmm. the problems that i have with it go along with i'm not sure that it's a christmas movie okay but i also buy into it because it it's christmas is in every set dressing and every background and every scene but i mm-hmm. don't feel like it's a focal point to the story i think we are going to be having a longer episode we need to have a <laughs> what makes a christmas movie episode. i think That's we'll be talking saying. about I that i feel like soon. i just want to get into that because Fine. i think i think i'm we could sorry get into, we could get into it if i had made that critique about scrooged i would see where you were coming from you'd be a fucking the maniac movie, if you but, made that critique about scrooged. and i would never do that but the movie that i was talking about you haven't even watched i've seen enough <laughs> the last 20 it's a bit sad isn't it <laughs> no you better jump in i really like this movie i feel like i wanted to cry the whole time and not because it's sad or anything like there's a little like sad parts about hakeem going away and you know a black man also getting wrongly accused that's sad too but um i think with me christmas and nostalgia wrapped in one Plus this movie, I was like, oh, kind of like how you're talking about the Family Stone. First 10 minutes of Family Stone isn't sad, but you're like, why am I crying? And there's something about it that the same feel for this movie has. And I feel like this movie, even though it has this angel and magic around it, it's very realistic. The broken church, even the way the family looks like he, they're not afraid to show you, for lack of a better word, families and how they actually look and they're not like oh we're starving on the street it's just like no we i have five kids i don't have a lot to give them this christmas people are getting socks like everything is just so realistic that it feels kind of close to home in a way and i do think this is a christmas movie so i did too i just wanted i just wanted to poke rashawn i want to make that very clear <laughs> that's fair i don't have any qualms against that. I, I think this is a christmas movie i have never seen this movie I've never seen The Bishop's Wife. I didn't know anything about either of them before going into this. I'm trying to decide which parts I want to talk about first. <laughs> I was going to say, I walked in today, Rashawn was watching The Bishop's Wife just to prepare for this. I didn't know this was a remake. And I saw, I would say, like the majority of the movie. Preacher's Wife is so much fucking better. <laughs> a lot of times we're like, oh, remakes, they always suck. Like, usually the, the first one is always a better one. Not in this case. The first one is completely a snooze fest. Cary Grant's hot, but that's about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, the first I, one has Cary Grant, which is a huge plus. Yeah, that's the only She's plus got Denzel, though. Yeah, this yeah. Has, you, you upped it with Denzel. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to put that aside for now. I want, first, I want, I truly did enjoy this movie. I liked it. I didn't love it, but I liked it a lot. But that's not my job right now just because a kid is cute does not make him a good actor he is so cute you <laughs> better stop. he was cute, oh, cute but he fucking so sucked 
sucked. Doc. He's a bad actor. He wasn't he's, a good actor, but he, he was so cute. It didn't matter. So cute, and he it wasn't. Act- I don't. I think it was because he wasn't acting. Each shot he was in was so by itself. Uh, w- unless Denzel was there with him to like bring it out of him, because that's Denzel. Each shot with the kid was like a medium close up, and it was very clear that the director or his parent, right off screen, was like, <laughs> "Okay, when they say action, you're gonna shout up, shout, jump up and down, and say, yeah, yeah, yeah." It works for me. Let me first just say I I wanted to be Jeremiah so bad. Yeah, you're like, the closest thing we'll ever get. <laughs> I <laughs> never related to a little kid so hard. Rashawn, this is the second. I know I thought about it. That's narrated by a little cute black boy. If I could have been Ahmad or Jeremiah, <laughs> I would have lost my mind. My mom could have been Vivica Fox or Whitney Houston. Wow. What? Always a Hakeem, never a Jeremiah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's passable. I'm not going to fight you on that because the movie doesn't rest on his shoulders yeah it didn't detract but for me it did distract a little bit (laughs) but he's so adorable he's so cute that it didn't matter to me it didn't matter that he was like being coached obviously he was being coached through the whole thing but he's also like little like he could not have been more than four or five years old when this was made right so yeah that i mean that in itself was is a bold choice not even to crank him up to seven yeah but that's i think what makes the relationship with deadly so pure and magical <sighs> is that he is that little he's that young when do you think he forgets deadly at what oh, age never. Stop it. he no, never does yes he does when what do we think are we thinking 10 <laughs> <laughs> why do you want to destroy him oh, he's a, it's he's a christmas tree topper now he's never gonna forget him that's never the ugliest be. fucking christmas tree topper i've ever seen in my life <laughs> If you're going to give me Denzel on top of your tree, give me a training day Denzel. The gray, the gray on gray on gray Christmas tree topper is atrocious. Denzel said there's a line. They're shuffling through these things like a deck of Uno cards. That means angels are all over the place. So if yeah. kids didn't forget about them, the jig is up. So at what age do kids forget about angels? Probably is it puberty? Sixteen yeah. is too late. No. No, I'd say I'd 10. say I'd say puberty. Like the first like pub. <laughs> first pub. Memory gone. The f- moment you first experiment with touching yourself is Josh, when you forget about Joshua. it. This is fucking Christmas. Stop it. Quit it. The gift of masturbation. Thank you. Rashawn, I quit. Me too. Let's. There's something I wanted to get off my chest. I want to say it before I forget it. What's up? The huge crux of the story is about the church having no money. Mm-hmm. An idea. A lifeline, if you will. Okay. Maybe, as a church, you would have more money if you didn't hire a barbershop quartet to be your janitorial staff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but everyone who goes to a black church can sing. Yeah, it just comes. I think it just comes with the territory. The minute you join the church, you get a voice. <laughs> you they were blowing, man. man. They were going in. Four part harmony Whoa. all over the place. Never broke. You the, saw that guy pr- in the rafters. Was just- the preacher walked in and they didn't fucking blink. No. They were like, we got to finish. <laughs> Speaking of singing, I, I want to talk about. 
Whitney Houston. She's a student. It's insane. The first five minutes when they're introducing her and she's just going off at the mic. Mm Mm-hmm. Carmela and I looked at each other and I was, I was like, I, why do I have chills right now? She's just casually singing at the mic. Well, it, aren't they at rehearsal? Oh, no, it's the first the first The time church service, church. yeah. Oh, Lord. We all know Whitney Houston was an otherworldly voice. Like, She's we, a fucking alien, And dude. could rip. The part that like got me choked up and goosebumps was when she's tucking Jeremiah into bed. And she's singing in her head voice, whispering... Mm-hmm. With vibrato. Perfect, and yeah, perfect control. Putting, like, putting things away. Yeah. Unreal. Doing just... a headstand. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like seeing me to bed, dude. Like, what? For real. Before anyone shouts hypocrisy about me shitting on musical breaks in the middle of movies, <laughs> it's I Whitney Houston. You I can shut the hell up. Okay. <laughs> no, it's Whitney Houston. You, if you have Whitney Houston in your movie, you can take as many musical breaks as you want. Yeah, it was in context. So it's like, it wasn't like she was just the preacher's wife and then all of a sudden she became Whitney Houston and she sang once. <laughs> it was like, she's been singing throughout the film. So if she got up at this jazz club where she's sing before, it makes sense. Look, what's up, Mr. Richie? Can I call you Lionel? I don't think you can, but Mr. Richie, <laughs> one of the most prolific singer songwriters in the last like five decades, undeniable what he's done for the music industry. Why is he trying to be a character actor? What is that voice he's putting on? What is what I is he think doing? That's just his voice. Are you sure? I I also questioned that. I was like, I don't. I'm pretty sure that's not talk. his voice. He sounded like a little street cat. Hold on, I'm <laughs> looking it up. Like I a cartoon like like cat. Cartoon jazz cat. <laughs> he said, Penny Marshall, I'm going to try something. I <laughs> I never thought there was something between Julie and Brislow. Maybe there was in the past, but it never. It was. It always seemed innocent. And Dudley's insistence on getting in between them seemed almost weird to me. Oh, I took that more of him trying to get close to her. Mm-hmm. Unless... Okay, in the bishop's wife, is there this much sexual tension between an angel? So let me tell you, it is rough because Dudley in that movie straight up uses his powers to sabotage the in, marriage. In bishop's mm. wife, yeah, yikes! Like shoots his shot. Yeah, multiple times. at Julia, just goes for it. And it's much more about will they, won't they, will he succeed at at wooing her? And then she denies him at the end. So it's such a strange... I was telling Mel, it's so strange that a movie back then was so overtly about an angel just like trying to get with the pastor's <laughs> what like yeah. a cardinal sin if you will thou shall not covet thy neighbor's wife it's so that's, strange that's it's right there maybe it would feel better if he wasn't an angel not feel better but it would wouldn't be as like oh my god i'm gonna say this if it was anybody but denzel i would have been skeezed out denzel because he's fucking Denzel Washington. He kind of toes the line enough where a lot of the time I felt myself giving him the benefit of the doubt. I was like, oh, he's just kind of this innocent angel. It was only during the jazz club and then near the end when they were ice skating when he kept turning the traffic lights on where I was like, okay, this is, yeah, this is getting weird. This yeah. is not That's, right. I think 
that this is explaining a lot for me because I didn't know the backstory of the bishop's wife at all. And there was something about the relationship between Dudley and Julia that just didn't quite get there for me. And I'm not sure if that is intentional in that they were trying to divert from that kind of icky angel. Mm. That Pervy that, angel, you can say it. I'm too nice. Pervy they're angel. Trying, they're trying to, I'm not sure if that was like because they were trying to stay away from that and make it more of a pure romantic connection between the two of them. There were no stakes for me. I never thought that Julia would end up falling for Dudley. That's how it kind of seemed like the remake and Penny Marshall knew that this they didn't want to do that. They didn't want to go all the way like a bishop's wife, but they also wanted to at least stay somewhat true to the source material. So like that's what it is. I would have been okay with it if it had just been Dudley and Julia are connected souls. They're both very open. They're both very loving and there was this connection, but of course he's an angel. He can't he almost goes starts to go too far and then i think what they do really well in this movie is the character of uh marguerite jennifer lewis's character mm-hmm. she's there who I, I think she's the best character and performance in the whole she's movie so good she's so she is uh-oh however <laughs> hold on hold on <laughs> Wait, i think i think what there. they do really well is they have her block him yeah full stop and she's like that is that is henry's wife what are you talking about what's best for her she has him walk her across the street so she can like draw the line and set things straight and then she goes about her business and he's like whoa what was i doing and then the rest of the movie is him being like oh yeah i'm an angel and then he breaks the angel rules this could be interpreted many ways. So okay. I know I this is a this is a, a weak hill to stand on. <laughs> but when he touches her hand, she throws her cigarette away and goes, "Did I tell you I've quit smoking?" Mm-hmm. What since when? Did oh, you? Did, I didn't. Did, I never saw it as him making her. Is it? I mean, I, it can be interpreted that he. But maybe fresh eyes see it. He showed way. her what it would, how it would feel if she didn't, whatever. It, it, it's implied that his touch is very powerful. You know how you can say, like, I lie. I didn't lie. I just didn't tell the truth. Like, he knows what his hand can do, so he gave it to her. Right. It reads a little bit as her, as him controlling her free will. I think that's, like, my big quote-unquote issue, which is, like, it's not. But I, I feel... Like, Dudley's storyline wasn't fully fleshed out. Like, it wasn't fully complete. Like, he was kind of manipulative, but he was also kind of cheery and sweet and naive and, like, just learning the human world. And then it was after that conversation with Marguerite, it's like a hard left turn and he's just grumpy and sullen and, okay, I'm going to do the right thing until the end. You thought he was grumpy? He just yeah, he got really so- not grumpy, but he got really sullen. Like he mm. lost all of and I get it. Like he's accepting the fact that he can't be with Julia. He has to do what he was sent here to do. It's not yeah. what he wants, but it's what he needs to do. I also love Denzel Washington, so I just <laughs> wanted more time with him. I, I think. think to me this is this is Henry's movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know how the bishop's wife is, but 
the way this movie was edited, this mm-hmm. stuff could have got chopped or switched in the writers' room. But to me, this is this movie should be called The Preacher. I would say The Bishop's Wife. It's Dudley, and then Julia, and then Henry. And then yeah. this in this movie, I think it's Henry, Dudley, then Julia. I would agree with that. I would. I don't. I think it's Henry, Julia, Dudley. I I don't think that the movie gives her enough. Uh, like in her life, I think she's more of uh, she's there to move their personal growth along. Yeah, I I don't know. She's pretty constant. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. The, I don't think she changes at all throughout the film. She's she is exactly who she was at the beginning. Whereas I agree. The, yeah. The two men around her kind of have to change and learn. Was when this movie came out, was Denzel huge already? A Denzel Ish. movie, or was yeah. this more of a Whitney? He had already movie? won an Oscar. Okay. He had already done Malcolm X. Oh, wow. So, yeah. Movie. Yeah. I would like to see Denzel as Henry. Mm-hmm. I love that he... I wish he would do more movies I like was going to say that. Me too. This He's is, so funny. And he's like so charming loose. and yeah. sweet. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to recast it anyway. Denzel is Henry. 1990s Eddie Murphy is Dudley. Oh, that's really yeah. good. I win. Are play the play the Wh- game theme. Are you <laughs> keeping Whitney? <laughs> Fucking course, I'm keeping Whitney. Okay. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, no replacing her. I was trying to think like when we were watching. I was like, okay, who would I recast? And I'm like, I nobody Can't. is that at that level. I think also because she is so good in this movie, like her acting. She is just so reserved. And she was sweet. such a good actor, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't and... think she got a lot of credit. No. The Whitney documentary is so sad, too, because it talks mm-hmm. about how that's she wanted to sort of make her comeback in acting. Mm-hmm. That's what her hope was. There's a different actress that could act the part more, but I think Penny Marshall and her are smart enough to just let her presence be enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone else in the world who could do the... I believe in you and me scene. No. Oh yeah. She mm-hmm. just it's yes, it's her voice, but also Mel said there's this look that she gives to Dudley at the end of the song where she's kinda like, it's a smirk, but also this like, well, you got me up here to sing and now I sung and that's I'm Whitney Houston. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and it's such a it's such a moment. Cause it could have been like I feel like another actor actress would have been up there and it would have been this look to Dudley like a, a flirt like oh I'm right. up here and you saw me and I'm in my dress but it wasn't that it was exactly what Rashawn said like well I really did that and you wanted to see it you know like <laughs> this is what it is they let her sweat anytime yes. she yeah. sings yeah. yeah when it opened up on her sweating I was like thank god dude like yeah let her sweat in this movie and I love it I love it Mella What's up, Rashani? We are going to the Oscars. Oh my god, what? I don't have a dress. Well, let's go shopping because the cinephiles are a part of the Hollywood Awards season this year, thanks to our sponsor, the Star Draft. What's the Star Draft? Well, it's a little like fantasy football meets the Golden Globes. Well, here's how it works. Head to thestardraft.com to create a league to invite friends or join a public league and make new ones. You draft a team of 10 actors and musicians. If you think Viola Davis is going to sweep every award show this winter, you draft her. 
Before every nomination and award show, you set a lineup. Every time your actor or musician earns an accolade, they earn your team points. Then, sit back, relax, watch the awards, and rehearse your acceptance speech. Because the site's top scoring team at the end of Oscar night earns a cash prize. And the best part about it, it's 100% free. And because we love the Star Draft and you all so much, we've created a public league that you can join right now. All you have to do is sign up and join our When Cinephiles Attack League at thestardraft.com slash attack. That's www.thestardraft.com slash attack. See you at the Oscars. We did that in one take, right? So perfect. (laughs) (laughs) So I had an issue with one of the subplots. Oh, Let me explain. Let's do it. Is it Billy? The, the the man who was wrongfully convicted? Yes. So that was brutal and a little too real. Mm-hmm. Not too real. It was really good. Doesn't belong in this movie, I don't think. They wanted something like actionable that you could see Henry do. My problem is <laughs> when he got Billy absolved of his crimes, he busted into a totally separate case to start yelling <laughs> at the judge. <laughs> made this really impassioned speech. But right like right before he made the speech, he drops a piece of evidence that he said he had he got a, a ticket in their car records or he got pulled over or something. What exactly was it? He remember? had a receipt, right? Yeah, from where yeah. he bought from what he something bought at before. the store. He bought something. Yeah, he had a receipt for during the time of the robbery. He had a rock solid, indefensible in a court of law piece of evidence that his attorney didn't use, and he just got. But also, you didn't need that speech. You needed you needed Henry Biggs to walk in and go, "Hey, here's proof. Here's proof." Like (laughs) I was like, "Holy shit!" Like he he burns through that line to get to the speech, and I'm like, "Wait, but he's feeling impassioned and empowered and hopeful and beautiful." fantastic shouldn't have got to that (laughs) shouldn't have got that far then that attorney needs to be fired josh he got the holy ghost it's a christmas movie magic i prefer if that whole maybe not the whole subplot but at least the beginning scene of the crime it just feels like it's in a completely different movie it's very it's very jarring it's like holy shit because you don't meet him until that moment well it go it goes from like the the youth center being closed down and then he's he's you see all these kids and they say like what are we gonna do and he's like don't get in trouble like this is gonna be a reason for you to stay out of trouble and then cut to kids robbing a store it would have been way more powerful if we weren't told that he was on probation after the fact, if we yeah. had learned that Henry picked this guy up and he saved him and he and he convinced the judge to put him on probation and he he has turned his life around, he's been going to work every single day for two years. And then you see the the robbery scene, then it would hit so much harder than holy shit, what just happened? <laughs> who is that guy? <laughs> like, wait, what? And why then are who's shooting at who? I don't know. Wait. <laughs> right, because that, that's what I was gonna say. I was like, is it the kids from the youth center? Right. That's- and I don't think it is. It's just random no. kids, and he happened to be just 
wrong time, wrong place, wrong time. I want to talk about Loretta Devine before oh, we yes, move please. forward because she's just such a gem. Every scene she was in, she just breathed so much joy and like levity into. I wanted so much more of her in this movie. Her big. I guess scene with Denzel when she thinks she's getting fired. Fired is so good. Dude, it's so good. She's so she steals that shit. Dude. He's not doing he just like stands back and lets her take the whole scene. Yeah. <laughs> she's, it's a, she's so good. And I wanted a bigger, like I wanted a bigger, especially if we're in a Christmas like romantic movie. I wanted a bigger moment for her and with Saul, Saul. the bus yes. driver. I wanted I totally a bigger agree. like in the snow like oh all right we're gonna do this yeah that's that's i don't say maybe fully replace the the billy subplot but that would have been that would have felt much more christmassy as Mm -hmm. dudley helped rekindle this uh, the flame that almost burnt out in this marriage and started a new flame i think it's really cool that that relationship that blossoms dudley has nothing to do with like that was all henry that Put them together. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And Saul, Saul putting the game on too. Yeah. <laughs> that mouth spray. We can miss the first five minutes of the Nutcracker. It's still yeah. the same. And yeah. leave after the bows. <laughs> Who's he see the Nutcracker with? Are you driving the bus to the theater? I have uh, so many questions. I Saul. think yeah, he was. He had a busload of people that were like trying to get to the Nutcracker. <laughs> And he was my, like, they're fine. I'm going to pick King divine up. My fucking favorite line is when she's like walking away from getting a ride from him. The, yes. Oh, Santa, put him under my tree. If he fits. Just a quick shout out to Whitney's mom, Sissy Houston, has a small cameo. She does? When? Um, when they're doing choir rehearsal and she wants to change a few pieces of the song nothing 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 that's her that's uh whitney's mom yeah oh that's cute she's like i don't i don't want to change anything (laughs) (laughs) why was the drummer taking his rhythm off of the boiler my guy that's your job stop he thought it was a metronome he was like what's happening what are you and then he just gave up the boiler could explode Everyone else, after the fact, ran out, and he was like, stupid metronome. Like, he was not pressed at all. Everyone else was afraid they were going to fucking die. And he was like, sorry, you can't keep a beat yourself, dude. Hello? (laughs) Who else? We didn't talk about Gregory Hines, uh, who I think is really good and a pretty small part. Oh, I think he was great. Yeah. 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 I Okay, I was unclear about the reasoning for the family being so against joe hamilton's church until denzel spoke up about it until then it's just julia saying it's just going to be a joe hamilton church you it's only her only vocal complaint is that it she doesn't like joe hamilton she does say once i think it's in the cafe in the restaurant she says that's my dad you promised my dad that you would take care of the church okay that's true that was like that that made a little more sense but then when when Dudley has his whole spiel about the church keeps the community together keeps the neighborhood together without it the neighborhood and the community would fall apart that made that clicked to me it took a little too long for me to be like this seems like a good deal why aren't she taking it man yeah. and then when he met Joe and he he talked to Joe about how 
the service members would have to drive and some of them couldn't afford to travel to where the, where the new church location was, that started to make more sense. That you get his commercial in the beginning, but you don't really understand that he's like this gentrified big corporation villain until... Well yeah, it, it 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 it's another one of the things where they explain it through exposition after the fact, and I mm-hmm. and I and I get it. That's kind of tricky, especially when you have there's a foster system subplot and a, yeah. and a crime subplot and all this. So, and it all and it all ties up quite nicely at the end. I will say they do successfully. There's no loose ends. Mm-hmm. They do it pretty pretty well. But at first, the ways they throw some of these subplots at you gets a, a little confusing. Yeah. Agree. I'm very shocked. <laughs> I, thought I, was, I thought I was throwing this movie to the wolves. I'm gonna thought it was going to be like last week. I know. I, I'll I never, honestly I'll never didn't because I think I went into this movie knowing that Lacey was going to like it a lot. Yeah, I think I, I thought it was so sweet. I just like my biggest qualm with it is, like I said, I don't feel like they fully committed to who Dudley was. Or what he wanted until we and he lost it. And then it kind of became clear that, okay, I'm not going to get Julia. Okay, I'm not. But I still, overall, I thought it was sweet. I thought it was romantic. I thought it was a great family story. I will totally watch this every Christmas now. I also thoroughly enjoyed it, truly. But if I had any critique, it would be, I would have wanted to see Penny Marshall's original version of this. Like, I it kind of feels like they're trying to make sure there's at least a little bit of an homage to Bishop's wife. Mm. Yeah. Because at some parts it felt like the movie didn't even want Dudley to be doing this. And it's like, okay, then don't. I was reading a lot about it. And my favorite five seconds of any film ever is towards the end when they start singing Joy to the World. And Whitney grabs the mic and she jumps over to Courtney B. Vance. And they just start like jumping up and down in front of the choir. It is so good. And I was reading that that scene went on for about 15, 20 minutes past what they were filming. And Penny Marshall tried to yell cut and nobody heard her. Yes. And the whole church just like continued to sing and praise. And the energy in the room was just so overwhelming that she just let it happen. That's, That's incredible. That's you can feel that too. You yeah, can you feel can. that authenticity in that moment. That's what I'll say too. Is each, especially each worship scene, each song, anytime Whitney's leading the choir, it feels real. Oh, feels absolutely. So real. Yeah. All right, y'all. Look um, at that! Happy it's, holidays. Wow. It's been so nice. Don't get comfortable. Oh, Let's play a game. No. I want to play a game. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Riddle me this. They don't matter if you win by an inch or a mile. guessing game. Come on, boy. Play with me. Really bad. Let me let me put my armor on. Uh, my boxing gloves. Oh. Homegirl, I got my helmet. I got hollow point shells. That's not gonna do nothing. Let's go. <laughs> so one of the things we we didn't get to is the fact that Whitney Houston, who uh, was we said a pretty great actress, if you put her in the '90s, if you put her in a movie she was guaranteed to give you a blockbuster soundtrack. Yeah, we have The Bodyguard, we have Waiting to Exhale, we have Cinderella, we have... Cinderella. Do not say that with disdain. No, it... That was a... Like a... Better be. She is everybody's godmother. (laughs) Sorry, Everybody. No, you're good. (laughs) 
I, I divided this up into two rounds. We're going to play the first round, which will bleed into the second round, and some people will get a few advantages. Let's say that. Okay. Well, I feel sick. Okay, go. <laughs> so the first game that we're going to play is going to touch on those soundtracks. Whitney's? Whitney's soundtracks. I'm going to focus on three. The Bodyguard, Waiting to Exhale, and The Preacher's Wife. Okay. Shit. Price is Right rules. No cheating. Oh, dip. Okay. Closest without going over. <sighs> You're going to guess how many units of each album were sold. I hate this. I hate this. <laughs> and we are talking millions. Okay. I'm like, I don't Our- even know where to start. So the first, we're going to start with The Preacher's Wife. How many albums did The Preacher's Wife sell? So, Josh, do you want to go first? Sure. Nine million. Carmel? I'm going to go seven. Lacey? I hate this. <laughs> I'm going to go high. Okay. I'm going to say 15. Preacher's Wife, and it's time, sold six million albums. So nobody. Everybody went over. So the, the closest person was Carmelo with seven million. Oh! So, Carmela, I will tell you what advantage you won for the next round in a bit. Is it Whitney's voice? <laughs> it is not her voice. Damn it. It's a sweat, huh? I know it. The next album we're going to talk about is Waiting to Exhale. This is a movie, of course, directed by Forrest Whitaker, Whitney Houston, Angela Bassett, Loretta Devine again, Leela Rashan. Mela, I'm going to let you go first. Okay. In millions, how many albums did Waiting to Exhale sell? I'm going to say 15. Beautiful. Is that what you're um, gonna say, Lacey? No, but you took my last number. Oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Lacey. You know what? I'm gonna take Mella's last number. I'm gonna say mm-hmm. seven. Great. Josh. One dollar, Drew. Fuck off, Josh. One million. One million. I won't. I'll do. I'll do. I really think this is the lowest of the three. Truly, I. This is not me fucking around. I think this is the lowest of the three. I'm gonna say one million. Okay. Waiting to exhale. Sold. 12 million albums. What the hell? <laughs> oh my god. Which means congratulations, Lacey. Yeah! <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. okay. Damn. Final round. We are talking about the bodyguard. Lacey, it is your turn to go first. Bummer. Shut up. <laughs> I'm gonna say 20. Joshua? I think this one went nuts. I'm going to say 25. Whatever. <laughs> I, you have 5 million in leeway. I'm going to say 50. Jesus, God. It's going to be like 60, dude. It's, yeah, it's going to be It's going to be crazy. Oh, this is heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> the Bodyguard sold 45 million copies. Dang. No! Well, we, we all, all got one. one. Okay, 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 we all hey! got <laughs> We all got one. You're so close, Ma. I know. So <laughs> close in all of them. Wow, the host has favorites. He said it's heartbreaking. <laughs> host says favorites! <laughs> har- if anybody had said 50, I would have been like, oh, you were so close. You went too far. So everyone has one point mm-hmm. going into the second round, and now okay. everyone has an advantage. This is good. This is nice. I like this. I don't. This next game is called... Let's make up a name on the spot. Three, 
two, one. Love Island. Oh. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> this next game is called, wait, Kiss Me Under the Mistletoe. Aw, cute. I like the first one. I know. <laughs> I have three movie stars. Okay. And in rapid fire, round robin, you are going to name as many of their love interests, their on-screen love interests. On screen. As you can. Oh, my gosh. No, 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 no. What order? No, That's the thing. The advantages that you won. Carmela, you won the Preacher's Wife round. So you just get an extra point. So you now have two points. Thanks. Whatever. Lacey, you won waiting to exhale. So you have to hold your breath the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> you get to pass once each round. Once each Once each round. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Nobody else, if anybody else passes, they're out. Okay. You okay. Pass I, this round. is the one I needed. Great. <laughs> Joshua. Yeah, I don't need it. I don't need advantage, but tell me anyway. You won the bodyguard. Ah. So you get to answer one for me. You. <laughs> That's actually really good. Okay. Well, okay. So you can have that. Or. I'll let or... you choose. You can have that. Or what I had chosen for you is that every round you get to choose the order. No, I'll pick the order. I'll pick the order. Okay. Because passing to you is dangerous because we might get deep. And well, I also then have... I would. Bl- I- I, I have a lot of the you. answers sitting here in front of me. Shit! Too okay, late. you know what? No, too late. Play. <laughs> too late. Too late. Do we have to name the movie too, or can we just no, name their love just interest? Give me, just give me the actor. Okay. 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 Or Fantastic. actress. Okay. <laughs> okay. So even if we get if we get it wrong, You're out. it's not passing. We're just out. Okay. For that for that round, there's three oh, okay. different three actors. Okay. 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 So I'm gonna say the first actor, and then Josh, I'm gonna let you choose the order. Great. Round one is Denzel Washington. What, uh, we'll what order would you like us to go in? Lacey, Mella, me. Great. Lacey, you let me know when you're ready. <laughs> I don't now, know this if is this lo- first this is... person counts and I'm panicking and it's the only one I can think I will say I am not going to be super strict about love interests. Just like their co-star? Co-star is pushing it, but okay. if there's if there's a hint of it, go for it. Okay. Because I think I know who you're talking about, Lacey. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. okay. So we're going Lacey, Mel, Josh, Lacey, Mel, Josh, Lacey, Mel, Josh, until... <laughs> I'm so nervous. I can only think of one right now. I can only think of one. I can only think of one. Oh my Great. god. Josh, you chose the order. Mela, you have your extra point. And Lacey, you have one pass. Okay. 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 Three, two, one. Angelina Jolie. Viola Davis. Fuck. Nope. Pass. Can't think of one. It's down to Lacey and Mella. Oh, we have to keep going? Yes. yes. <laughs> Josh is out. Lacey. Oh, it's me. Oh, um, it has to be a love interest. It has to be, okay, Mila Kunis. No. From Book of Eli? Uh... If Mela can come up with one, then you're out. Okay. Because oh. Mila Kunis does not count. Ten seconds. Oprah. What's the movie? You know, that one where, like... Congratulations, Lacey. <laughs> yeah! Dude, I could not think of one. 
think of shit. I can, we I got can only... Paula Patton. Can... We got Julia Roberts. We got oh. Eva Mendez. I can only think of like Book of Eli training. Is what's, everyone in yeah. training day? What's, Eva Mendez. That's Eva Mendez. What's the movie that he's in with Dakota Fanning? Because that's all I can yeah, think of. I and I was like, that that's not too. a love interest. Man on fire. Yeah. I, sun- I could suddenly only think of his action movies. Angela Bassett. Congrats, Lacey. Thanks, man. I was really by, de- by default. <laughs> totally not. I did not earn this. All right. We have Lacey with two, Josh with one, Mello with two. The next movie star is Jennifer Lopez. Josh, would you like to decide the order? I'll go first, followed by Lacey, then Mello. Josh, Lacey, Mello is our order. Jennifer Lopez is our star. <laughs> Are you ready, Josh? Yeah. Oh my Born. gosh. Three, two, one. Ben Affleck. Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Fucking rigged. Um, <laughs> <laughs> five seconds. I, I cannot think of anyone today. Melly, you're out. God! Josh. Lacey was just watching it. I don't want to say the movie in case I give it to her. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I don't know his name. I don't know the actor's name. Lacey, you need to give us an answer to win. I don't know his name. He's in Love Actually, and he's the jerk in Love Actually, and he's in yeah. he's in What to Expect When You're Expecting with Her. That's the and one. he's yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It half counts. No. Yeah. There's no! another huge movie star that nobody said. Give us a hint, and we'll buzzer it. We'll buzzer this. Great. So I can come back. No, you're out. I'll say this. Because I, I think everything is too easy. In the movie, he is a bank robber. What? Mm-hmm. And she's a cop. That's the one what? I was trying to think of, but I can't what even think of his this? name right now. Ten seconds. He's a bank robber. You might I, not have seen it. No. I was talking about George Clooney. What movie? Out of Sight. Nope, I haven't seen it. No. One, two. Um, Ralph Fiennes, Jason Statham, Mark Anthony, and Ooh. Lacey, I think you were talking about Rodrigo Santaro. Yes! Yeah. Uh, All right, so no one gets a point, and if I win this next round, I can cause a gridlock? That is very true. Okay. I do have a tiebreaker. Okay. Uh, ready, 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 ready. Our final bloodbath <laughs> choice is Jesus. Mrs. Julia Roberts. Okay. Josh. Oh. Come on, bitch. Think. Um. <laughs> I'll go first. I'm gonna say something and I'm gonna I'm gonna bank it. Okay. As good sportsmanship for the next time a game like this comes up. Okay. Technically, last round should have gone to Lacey. Because she gets a free pass. Yeah, but she didn't use it. She has to use it. Okay, well. I tried. Hey, Josh. I love you. I tried. So, <laughs> you did um, try. I thought about it, but I didn't want to say it. Whatever. Uh, whatever. Uh, oh. I gave go, it whatever. to you. you. Use it now, and then I, let me use I don't answer. need to now. Text, text, me, text me your answers. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for you to use any three of them. But you have one more. I'll go first. And so then? And then? Me? Lacey. Dude, she's just her wife. Chill. You have you had you started with an extra point. I'm playing the game. Wait, so it's Josh, me, Mella. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Ready? Yeah. Ready. Ready. And three, two, one. 
Richard Gere. Hugh Grant. Clive Owen. Tom Hanks. Dermot Mulroney. <laughs> George Clooney. Oceans, right? Mm-hmm. That was mine. Um... <laughs> My stomach is a knot. <laughs> Don't wait. Hold on. Nerves. Who's uh, who's the love interest in Aaron Brockovich? Just wondering for a friend. <laughs> I don't think there is one. Is there, there is. not one? Then I'm out. No, there's a pretty big one. And Aaron? It ri- it's Richard Gere again. That's the so other Richard one. Richard Gere again is my answer. Mm-hmm. Keep stalling, Josh. Just keep stalling. No, I, I pass. I'm done. I don't. I can't You're think of Yeah. Okay. I had I had three. I had Gear, Hanks, and Clooney. That's it. Um, pass. Oh, dip. There we go. Uh, Brad Pitt. There we go. <laughs> From what? Oceans again? The, the Mexican. Mexican. Uh, I'm going to peruse her IMDb and get mad. Yeah, yeah I'm like, fuck, okay. I'm trying to just. Especially the Aaron Brockovich one. Oh, can I? It, uh, man, I feel like I have one, but like, I don't know if it really counts. That's how I Which feel I'm about it. Look into my eyes in the camera and tell me if. If I can use it. There was a freebie two rounds ago. Wait, I haven't... Are we done? No, it's you, Lacey. Yeah. It's you. Okay, Stephen James. Okay, I was going to uh, say... There's hints of it, Rashawn. Can I use this one? No. Robin <laughs> Williams? Yes, we'll take it. Yes! yes! He, she loves him. Yeah, she does love him. What? What are we and talking like, about? Bicentennial huh. Man. Huh. Ah, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you no, didn't even wait. know. No, no, I was kidding. I meant Hook, but I just thought it'd be funny if I said that movie that no one remembers. Oh. Um, there's a weird, there's a weird tension there in Hook. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll, I'll. When she gets big in the dress, she like wants to kiss him. Yeah, I'll yeah, back that yeah. up. If um, I'm taking Stephen James, it's then. the last line for me. Where she What's Stephen James from? Homecoming. Homecoming. Uh, oh. Oh, oh, we oh, 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 Ed Harris. Ah! <laughs> no, this is um, not good. My um, family's literally going to disown me if I don't win this. <laughs> my mom is like, Carmela, what are you doing right now? I um, have. No, no, no. Don't. Th- no, I'm saying I have. Five that no one has said. Okay. None of them are black men, huh? <laughs> I didn't say that. Okay, Julia I have Roberts? one, but I don't know if it counts yeah. because it's a twist. Say it. You're you're in deep anyway. Yeah, if you don't I'm say gonna it. say Bradley Cooper. I'll take it. Favoritism. Favoritism. Stephen James. That's a love interest. Yeah, because Stephen we James? assume that it's we assume it's a love interest, but then twist. It's but her we don't son. know. Yeah, I'll t- I'll take Bradley Cooper. Yes, God, keep me in this fucking round. Even though he's gay, I'll take it. <gasps> oh, 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 uh, 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 McDermott, Dylan McDermott. Nala. <laughs> Matthew Bomber and Mark Ruffalo. <laughs> <laughs> Is, is Mela out? Is that? Yeah, Mela's out. Congrats, <laughs> Lacey. She loves them. She would have won anyways, but. Who is... were they? Who are they? Who was the movie? What's the movie? Uh, we Z- had Denzel that I just said earlier. I said Julia Roberts. Oh, but shit. I said Denzel. Um, what movie is that? Pelican Brief. Uh, pues I've never seen it. Um, Aaron Eckhart was 
Was he? No. no is he? Uh, Aaron Brockovich. Yeah. Aaron Brockovich is Aaron. See, Aaron Aaron. I totally forgot. Yeah. John Cusack in um, America's Sweethearts. Yes. Javier Bardem and Eat, Pray, Love. Damn. Owen Wilson and Wonder. Oh, Dennis yeah. Dennis Quaid. Who's the guy from Mystic Pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Congratulations, Lacey. Thanks. How does it feel to be a winner? Uh, after last week's shit show, I needed this, <laughs> you guys. I needed this. Wow. Yeah, you haven't had much luck in the games for quite a few weeks. Huh? I'm Jeez. not good at games. <laughs> we all know this. She's back, 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 back again. Wrapping things up, it looks like the preacher's wife was a beautiful surprise for Sean. <laughs> Merry, <laughs> Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, this is the holiday reaction we wanted from a... From Christmas movie. movies. A beautiful surprise that brings together three really great actors. We get Whitney Houston in a role that was written for her, that she performs beautifully. We get Denzel Washington in a rom-com phase that we wish he would go back to. And when in doubt, end your movie in a church with a choir. Always, please. Or in a competition hall with a choir. <laughs> Shouts out to Sister Act 2 back in the habit. Yeah, I'm going to have to do better than this. <laughs> <laughs> we end each episode with a quick round of six degrees of separation, where we connect an actor from this week's movie to an actor from next week's movie. So, who can find the fastest connection between... Whitney Houston and Mary Steenburgen. I got it. No. <laughs> that was so quick. <laughs> Hit it. Whitney Houston was in Cinderella with Victor Garber. Yeah. Who yeah. was in Happiest Season with Mary Steenburgen. Guess what, y'all? We're doing Happiest Season next week. <laughs> See you there. <laughs> Lacey, how does it feel to just dominate an episode? <laughs> really good you guys <laughs> she, she needed this I so needed bad. She, needed she needed it so bad i really I want- did all right that is it for this week's episode of when cinephiles attack as always we'd love if you took a moment and rated us on apple podcast you can find this and all of our episodes on spotify stitcher anywhere you get your shows follow us on twitter and instagram at cinephile attack and if you have a suggestion for a new episode or you just want to show us some love Email us at whencinephilesattack at gmail.com. From Rashawn, Mella, Josh, and the champ. (laughs) (laughs) Let her have it. Let her have it. Let her have it. A Merry Christmas to you. I'm back. No. To give you some holiday cheer. Jesus. See everybody. Till next time, dude. Rolling in the deep. Oh, my God. It's a bit sad, isn't it? It's a lot sad. Bye.